What's up, family? Welcome back to the Stop Sinking Show, where we go from struggle to flow. How often do you look at the world through the lens of values? Questioning your own, where you pick them up, how much you really live by them, and at the same time being hyper-present to notice the values that others live by, how they present themselves, what they are willing to let themselves or others get away with, what do they honor, what are they relaxed about. Anytime I put on this frame, I am in for an education about myself and about the world around me. Sometimes it's disappointing, but still provides me with tons of information about what I value and what I would like to see more of and less of. And that's all I mean by the word values here. What do you want to see more of and less of? What qualities, behaviors, ways of being that align with what you care for and which ones you don't care for? What you value. And I know we tend to think of values from some moral standpoint as some obscure word and maybe it's not divorced from that but personal values i believe are personal values and hopefully they are influenced by morals a bit but they aren't only adopted because of morality they are personally adopted because they feel no imposition of outside ideas of right or wrong ultimately it's personal at least it doesn't get adopted from the outside to the extent where they don't feel personal. Your values usually cannot be validated by anyone other than you. That's why they are your values. You value what you value. And how people show up shows what they value. And it's this misalignment in values that I think makes people fundamentally incompatible. And I think it's by good design that our values cannot be externally validated and that they are deeply personal because they imprint upon us our character. And it is this very thing that cannot be hidden from the world. It shows up in every way that we act, emote, and exist. In every interaction, our values are out on display. So in a world where competence is easily faked and is harder to tell apart who is actually intelligent and who is actually competent, With the help of AI now, writing everyone's emails and collaborating on creative ideas with them, it becomes very difficult to use surface-level measures to understand the kind of person you are hiring or admiring or wanting to be friends with. It will come down to these irrefutable qualities that set people apart, this imprinted character that cannot be faked and is the evidence of who you really are. So let me tell you a lighthearted story that sparked these in-depth thoughts. I was standing outside talking to one of my friends and I saw someone sitting on a nice Royal Enfield bike. It was one of the new ones. And I admired the bike and I asked the guy sitting on it like, nice bike, man. And he's like, yeah, it's not mine, but it is a nice bike. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's really nice bike. And so then I go back to talking to my friend for a second and then my friend went and got something from inside of the store. So While I was standing there, I was just making conversation and I asked the guy, so is it your friend's bike? And he's like, no, 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 I'm just sitting on it. 
And I was like, oh. And in his next casual sentence, he's like, yeah, I mean, I could sit on it, right? Like, what's the big deal? I could sit on it, right? It's here. And in a way to make a casual joke about how he's just sitting on it because he's tired and what difference does it make? It's just a place to sit. My natural response in my next breath was, well, no, you really shouldn't be sitting on someone else's bike. To which he got defensive and he's like, yeah, well, if the person whose bike it is doesn't want me to sit on it, then he can ask me to move and, and I would move. And I'm like, yeah, I get it, man. You asked me my opinion and I told you. And his casual ask and joke of, oh, it's not a big deal. I can sit on it, right? Turned me into disagreeing with him. And my friend who had come back by now and witnessed this was laughing. And later he said to me, you know, 85% of the time when someone says something like that, when they are like, yeah, I could just sit on it, right? They expect the other person to give them back the same casual agreement. Like, yeah, man, it's no big deal. Just keep sitting. But he said it to the wrong person. Because to me, my immediate filter is, well, what is right and what's wrong is wrong. So not going to appease you and tell you the truth in my system, in my value system, that's wrong. So no, man, it's not your bike. So you probably shouldn't be sitting on it. Like you asked me and I told you. Now, there's a lot of things that I thought about in recalling this moment that I'm talking about here that fits today's theme. One being, this guy justified that he would adhere to acceptable behavior if the owner of the bike was present. If the bike owner was not present, there was nothing in his value system that told him to sit there or not sit there on someone else's really nice bike. And in a sense, the owner has to be there for the world to really police acceptable behavior. It's almost like the police have to be there. It's like he ha if, not, if he's not there, then the bike gets sit on until he's there and asks the person to leave. And on top of his own moral hazard, 80% of the time, the people who this casual joke is made to would also reciprocate with casual values to match the person in front of them and go on and agree or be completely apathetic about it and not care at all. All of which tells you about a person's value system. Because same for me or the casual co-party, I could have just said yes, just to appease. But if I didn't have my own principles and I just went around being whatever I needed to be for the person, whoever was in front of me, whoever they wanted me to be to just agree with them in the moment, if I just became that, then who am I really? If I'm just the thing that the moment calls for. And I'm not here to claim what is better or worse. I'm just pointing out what you may or may not want more or less in your life. And regardless of that, the following is true. Because these values are personal to me. And same, you have to have a self-set, self-governed meter of what's okay for you. If you go around living however until the person it bothers has to come and slap your hand, then who are you really? Again, it's the measure of a man is what he does when no one is watching. If you let yourself be waved by whatever you feel like in the moment, oh, you're tired, sit and occupy anyone's space. Oh, you're hungry, do anything to make your stomach be full again. This way of behaving based off of whatever the circumstance requires is a slippery slope. 
the only source of validation, the only thing that will keep you off the bike, the person that can decide what values to adhere to when that bike is not being policed, the only source of that validation of your values and the only source that matters is you. No one from the outside governs what seeps through you. Love you, family. Stay true, always. See you on the next show.